Welcome to an 8-bit special report for day one of E3 2021. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Just a reminder that this is day two of our E3 coverage, and you can expect more episodes coming within the next few days. Now, let's get started. Before we get into the E3 news, the other big event this past week was Netflix Geeked Week. Though primarily focused on their film and television properties, the final day of Geeked Week took a look at existing video game properties. First, a brief glimpse at the upcoming Cuphead show was shown, featuring Wayne Brady as the voice of King Dice. Next, following the ending of the original Castlevania anime series, a new series starring Richter Belmont and set during the 1792 French Revolution is in production. Fans of the series may recognize Richter and the year as the same setting for the game Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Ubisoft also made a number of announcements around new animated series for Splinter Cell, Far Cry, and the whole animated cinematic universe set in the world of Far Cry Blood Dragon. The animated League of Legends series Arcane also had updates, as well as the upcoming live-action Resident Evil show now starring Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker. Finally, a cryptic trailer for Season 2 of The Witcher was shown, as well as announcing the first-ever WitcherCon in collaboration with CD Projekt Red. Expect more from The Witcher TV show and maybe even a new video game when WitcherCon starts on July 9th. Now, hours before the start of the official E3 pre-show, an email was sent to creators that had applied to officially co-stream the festivities. The ESA responded by saying that, while the organization appreciated the enthusiasm around the event, quote, the exclusive E3 co-streaming program had limited availability, and the co-streaming spots were quickly filled. The email was first posted on Twitter by Summer Game Fest creator and host Jeff Keighley, the former host of E3 Live. The email also warned that the ESA was not to be held responsible if streamers and other content creators received terms of service or DMCA strikes on their channel for streaming the event. Per a statement made to Kotaku, the ESA approved, quote, less than 100 of the over 1,300 applicants to co-stream the event, but looks forward to adding more official partners in the future. This is in direct contrast to Thursday's Summer Game Fest Kickoff Live, where any and all were welcome to co-stream the event, with precautions made to ensure music during the show would not cause any issues for channels. Several spots during today's showcases, particularly during Ubisoft Forward, featured copyrighted music that could flag a copyright strike for any channel that was broadcasting the stream. As for events later in the week, Microsoft assured that they have been, quote, cooperating closely with the music industry and with platforms like YouTube and Twitch to avoid any issues for creators with their presentation. And now for a message from our sponsors. The first large showcase of the day was Ubisoft Forward, showcasing a number of upcoming Ubisoft titles. First, we took a deep dive into Rainbow Six Extraction, formerly known as Rainbow Six Quarantine, coming September 16th of this year. The game takes the various operators from hit title Rainbow Six Siege and pits them against the new enemy, weird slimy alien zombie things. The game changes dynamically based on player decisions within a level and player performance, where if an operator goes down during a mission and you're unable to rescue them, then they will be taken captive by the aliens, and you will then have to rescue them in another mission before being able to play as that operator again. Full crossplay for the title will also be available at launch. 
Next, we got a look at the upcoming extreme sports title Riders Republic launching on September 2nd. Then, a big reveal for the sequel to the surprise hit Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. The kid-friendly XCOM-like strategy game is set to launch sometime next year. For Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ubisoft committed to a second year of full content support for the game, allowing players to play even more new stuff in the future. Season Pass plans for the upcoming Far Cry 6 were also given. The Season Pass plans to bring back series villains Vas, Pagan Min, and the guy from Far Cry 5 in playable form. Finally, as a one last thing for the Ubisoft Forward video, the long gestating Avatar game was given a full trailer. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora will be coming in 2022 from Ubisoft Massive, the same team behind The Division. Notable titles missing from the showcase were Skull and Bones, Beyond Good and Evil 2, The Prince of Persia Sands of Time Remake, and the upcoming Star Wars game also from Ubisoft Massive. Following Ubisoft Forward was Devolver Digital with Devolver Forwarder unveiling the new Devolver Max Pass Plus, adding to and further convoluting their existing cinematic universe of E3 digital presentations. As for games, studio Flying Wild Hog showed off their upcoming Shadow Warrior 3 and announced a new Kurosawa-esque samurai game, Trek to Yomi. Devolver also showed off the upcoming Phantom Abyss, the Indiana Jones-esque multiplayer puzzle runner, kind of like Fall Guys, launching an early access on June 22nd on Steam. Finally, Demon's Throttle, a new game from the team behind Gato Roboto Doinksoft, is releasing only physically for some reason on Nintendo Switch. Devolver is also releasing an intentionally and ironically aggressively monetized puzzle game called Devolver Tumble Time, featuring characters from Devolver published video games and seemingly just random characters. <laughs> for all the announcements from the Devolver stream, as well as more that didn't fit into the stream or were just seemingly removed, feel free and check out DevolverMaxPassPlus.com. The final major presentation of the day was from Gearbox Publishing, which announced barely anything. Focusing more time on Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford awkwardly interviewing Hollywood talent such as director Eli Roth and actor Kevin Hart. As for games, Gearbox revealed that Homeworld 3 is in production. They also revealed that Homeworld 3 is in production. By showing off that Homeworld 3 was in production three times. Gearbox also revealed that published title Godfall would be coming to the PlayStation 4 following abysmal sales of the game on PlayStation 5 and PC. This first day of E3 also had showcases from the Guerrilla Collective, Wholesome Games, and Upload VR, showing off a bunch of games that are frankly all worthy of your attention, so feel free and go onto YouTube and catch archives of those streams. And that's it for day one of E3. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this special report, be sure to catch every episode for the upcoming days of E3 2021. For updates regarding the show and future episodes, be sure to follow me on Twitter at 8bitsgg. That is at the number 8bitsgg. And with that, once again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow with more E3 news.